It's great to have you with us from wherever you're tuning in from. For more information about Elevate Church or to contact us, head to our website elevatechurch.me and take us wherever you go by downloading our Elevate Church AU app. We hope this message inspires and helps you to take your next steps in your journey. It's exciting to launch. I always love launching into a brand new year as a church leader from a preaching standpoint. And we're very, very, very intentional with the sort of topic that we choose to launch into. So before we get to that though, it is the first Sunday of the month and we like to celebrate what God's been doing with our podcast community around the world uh, in the last month. So in December, uh, we had downloads from 30 countries, which was up from 26 countries the previous uh, month. So that's exciting. And get this, check out this some of the new countries people that have never downloaded our podcast before and this is in alphabetical order so it's not uh, showing any favoritism new countries include Barbados all right Bhutan hello it's in Asia somewhere the Islamic Republic of Iran hello I'm not even sure that's legal there but but how great's that huh Really? Come on now. Finland, which I suspect is a little cooler than it is in Perth at the moment. Somalia, Uzbekistan, and Vietnam. How great is that? What an incredible, diverse collection. So welcome to all of our podcast people around the world. Great to have you with us. And uh, hey, by all means, like our podcast. Uh, Give us a rating. Uh, By the way, five means good. One doesn't mean good. I voted you number one. No, vote us five stars. You understand, it's happened before, it's very, very strange. Hey, so as we launch into 2022, into a brand new year, one of the prayers that I would encourage you to pray uh, is a prayer of protection. That, that you would uh, say to God and, and ask God to protect your marriage this year, to protect your kids this year, to protect your business and your career this year, your finances, your health. You know, these key areas of our lives that we say, God, at the beginning of this new year, You're a God who can, and I know can and does protect, so I'm specifically gonna pray a prayer over these specific areas. This is something that David modeled in the Psalms. Here's a couple of examples. David declared, but you'll welcome us with open arms when we run for cover to you. And you can fashion that into your own prayer. God, in this area of my life, I'm going to continually run for cover. And I thank you that you will cover me and you will protect me. David also riffed on, God is a safe place to hide, ready to help when we need him. So we can be praying to God for protection in key areas of our lives. However, many of you know that despite us praying for protection, sometimes the attacks of the enemy do actually get through. So there's a pro tip from the boxing world about how we can approach this. And it's called the power of combination punching. So in the boxing world, if you've only got one kind of good punch, like, oh, my left jab is the best in the world, but that's all you got, your opponent's gonna know how to get around that and you will ultimately hit the canvas. If you've only got a right uppercut, but you've got no other uh, punches, then again, your opponent will figure out how to dodge the uppercut and take you down regardless. So in the boxing world, they advocate combination punching. And by the way, you probably read this recently as well, 
um, on the website punchingbearguide.com. The authors had this to say, to master boxing, you must master boxing combinations. Combinations should be used wherever possible. Combinations make your opponent confused, increasing your chances of victory. So have prayers of protection as one of your punches. Like develop that as one of your punches. Throw that as often as you like. Throw it and throw it. But don't just have that one. In fact, Paul wrote to the church in Thessalonica and he actually advocated a, 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 a combination punch sequence. And this is what he said to them. The Lord is faithful and he will strengthen you and protect you from the evil one. This, this combination punch is strength and protection. Strength and protection. Offense, defense. Strength and protection. And so we're launching a series today called Warrior. And so the next four weeks, there's gonna be a lot of fighting metaphors. Understand? Okay, just flagging that as the name of this series suggests. You probably would have figured it out for yourself anyway. But we're not gonna be learning uh, life lessons from Mike Tyson. We're gonna be learning life lessons from Joshua, from Joshua's life and Joshua's leadership in order to increase our effectiveness to be people who know how to throw the combination punches, strength, protect, strength, protect. And what I wanna do, and by the way, bravo and brava, for your being here, but I wanna put out a four-week challenge. This is a four-week series for you to be here every week, masks on if that's what we need to do for these next four weeks and really lean into what God wants to do to prepare you and prepare us to be more effective in 2022. Okay, that's a challenge. We won't take attendance. Well, technically the government will, that's the safe WA app, but that's a whole nother thing. Um, but what I wanna do is let's drop us into Joshua, this account of Joshua's life. You'll find this, if you've got your Bible app, you just do Joshua, if you've got an old school paper Bible, it's the sixth book of the Bible. And uh, I wanna take us there. I'm gonna be reading from the New International Version. But here's the backstory. Before I drop us in, this is right at the beginning of the account of Joshua's life and leadership. Before I drop us in, here's the backstory. The backstory is that the, the nation of Israel had been held captive in Egypt for centuries. And finally, God used a leader named Moses to convince the Pharaoh to let the Israelites go. And so now the Israelites had been released from Egypt, being led out of Egypt, and actually not just out of Egypt, but led towards a new land that God had promised them. So it was both leaving something behind and moving to something ahead, which in and of itself, I could preach about that whole series, the importance of both of those things. Um, and Moses, look, they didn't exactly take the straightest route, these uh, Israelites. They effectively walked around doing laps of the desert for you know ridiculous reasons for 40 years. And they still hadn't entered the land that God had promised them. In fact, it would take them so long, Moses eventually popped his clogs. Moses had just died. It's like, and they still hadn't entered the promised land. But God called up a guy named Joshua. It's like next man up to lead the nation of Israel into the promised land. And in fact, in this moment in history, they were right in front of the promised land. They could actually see it. It was across the Jordan River. They were actually within sight after 40 years 
in sight of the promised land. Now, just a question. Has anyone remember uh, playing uh, superheroes when you were growing up? Maybe you went in with a costume or maybe you had the pajamas or, I mean, those things have got far more sophisticated these days, I think. But back in, you know, but yeah, okay, sure. You know, Batman, you maybe tried your hand at Batman, um, which his superpower is being rich. Uh, Superman, who's, you know, uh, Wonder Woman, if that's your, your beat. I'm dating myself, but anyway. Um, but one of the things we love about superheroes is they seem to be fearless and they seem to be undefeatable. And that's why we want to be there. Yeah, I want to be there for a day or for a minute or in the pajamas for a night. But what we find with the Israelites, three big problems we're now confronting them. Problem number one, now that they're inside of the promised land, sounds good, right? However, they had been made aware by spies that had previously gone into there to check it out, that inside the promised land were giants and armies. So there's problem number one. There's enemies who aren't just gonna give up the promised land. It's not vacant land. People are living there and God had promised the Israelites that they'd take over, but the people living there didn't have a you know, for sale sign on the front of the land. Problem number two is Joshua was neither a superhero nor was he a military leader. And yet they've got to go into this land and confront giants and confront armies. And problem number three is the Israelites weren't superheroes or a military force. They were everyday people just like you and me. And the thing that set them apart is that God had promised a land for them, but they on the surface appeared ill-equipped to be able to actually take that promised land. And I wanna declare over your lives on the 2nd of January, 2022, that there, that there are promises ahead for you this year. Some of you may already know what they are. God may have promised them last year and said not yet, but this is your year. Some of you, you, you haven't heard the promises, but I'm declaring over your life that God has promised great things for you this year. And, which sounds great, right? And the enemy doesn't want you to have them. The enemy doesn't want you to move into them. The enemy doesn't want you to take possession of them. So we are at the beginning of a new year in a very similar metaphorical position as the Israelites were and Joshua called to lead them. So God had a locker room moment with Joshua, like before the big game, coach to captain. And, and, he, and, he, and he, la he launched with the pep talk. And this is what he said, Joshua, be strong and courageous because you will lead these people to inherit the land I swore to their ancestors to give them. So today, picture God saying this to you personally, like personalize this. This was God specifically to Joshua. I want to encourage you, personalize this for yourself today, for yourself on January 2nd, 2022. Jordan, be strong and courageous. Moira, be strong and courageous. And then your promise is whatever God has for you, and it's gonna take this. 
In case God's words weren't getting through, because sometimes God's words don't get through, especially to blokes, uh, God decided he's going to repeat himself, but he actually dialed the horsepower up a little bit the second time around. He said, be strong and very courageous. And then God said it a third time. Joshua, oi, have I not commanded you be strong and courageous? All right. Yes, God, I heard it the first time, but thanks for the two reminders. Really appreciate it. Throw me under the bus like that. And then God said something to Joshua, which, by the way, points to something that has actually tripped people up for centuries. A, 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 a thing that's tripped people up, been a sticking point for centuries. He said to Joshua, do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged for the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. This, this concept of fear has been a sticking point. Not, not, not just because people have had fear, but actually... I've even been in settings where people have actually been uh, picked on because they acknowledged that they had some fear for something that God had called them to. And some well-meaning Christian said to them, well, you just need to have more faith. And it's like, that's like telling someone who's a bit anxious to calm down. It's like, nobody in the history of calming down ever got calmer by being told to calm down. Nobody who's feeling a bit of fear got like less anxious about their fear just because somebody said to them, well, you need more faith. It's like, yeah, okay, I'm open to that. But, but it, initially, I got a lot of fear. And, and what this has caused some people to do who have felt fear in response to something God's called them to do is actually maybe to tap out or, or at a minimum just back off because of fear and maybe feel disqualified. Like obviously the fact that I feel it maybe means it wasn't God in the first place or it is, but, but God's obviously got the wrong person because I don't see myself as capable of doing this. Um, but here's a clue. Joshua obviously was feeling a little bit afraid because had he not been, God wouldn't have wasted these three words on him. Like, don't be afraid. Joshua goes, I'm not. No, God sensed that he was. Now he said, don't be afraid. And it wasn't like a slap on the wrist sort of thing. It was a, because of, because of this, because there's a full sentence coming. It's not don't be afraid, exclamation mark. It's don't be afraid, don't be discouraged because here's why. The Lord, your God, me, him, the one saying this, will be with you wherever you go. And so the key isn't to not, acknowledge our fear. The key isn't that we, that we don't feel afraid. I mean, denial and, and pretending doesn't work in life. Uh, the key is to not allow ourselves to be ruled by that fear. See, we have a choice to, to flee or to freeze or to move forward even with a little bit of fear on board. That's, the, that's, that's really the decision that needs to be made. God, you know what? I am feeling a little bit afraid. Uh, I probably wouldn't have picked me for this. Um, but, but here's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna move forward. I'm gonna trust you and I'm gonna trust that you will be with me wherever I go. And I will choose 
a step of faith over being ruled by fear. See, courage isn't the absence of fear. It's choosing to do what God's called you to do in spite of it. In fact, there's a t-shirt for this very occasion. Maybe wear it when you're feeling this way. Feel the fear and do it anyway. There's a good motto for 2022. Feel the fear, yep, and I'm gonna do it anyway because I'm gonna trust God in this. In fact, Nelson Mandela said it this way. I learned that courage was not the absence of fear, but triumph over it. The brave man is not he who does not feel afraid, but he who conquers their fear. So a question I have for you as we launch into 2022 is simply this. Is there an area in your life that maybe up till today and including today, you've been allowing fear to rule over taking a next step in that area. It could be in the area of leadership that you've felt God calling you to step up in leadership and yet you may have allowed fear to actually rule you taking that next step. Maybe it's giving. Maybe in the, in the area of finances, God's been calling you to take a next step in your giving, but you've felt fear and allowed the fear to rule instead of taking that next step. Maybe it's someone in your sphere who's not a Jesus follower yet and you've been kind of playing it a little bit too cool because uh, you've been a bit fearful of what they might think if you kind of put Jesus on the table as a topic for discussion. Um, I was uh, super, super encouraged uh, specifically on, so Christmas Eve where we, celebrated online, um, one of our team members had gathered with their unchurched family and they had a watch party, which we've been encouraging people on our online uh, experience to do. You know, have a watch party. You don't just sit on your own. Just like bring some friends, put on some coffee and hang out and celebrate together wherever you are in the world. And, and, and they, the next day or two, I found out um, that they did exactly that. They gathered with their family, online experience, uh, and then they had dinner together straight afterwards and there was faith conversations flowing freely uh, throughout the dinner. And I was like, man, that's, I just, I love that. They took the step of faith, you know, hey, family, let's gather together and watch my church that you don't attend uh, and, and have some faith conversations over dinner. And the, the, the family could have said, are you bonkers? No, but they didn't. And, and, and this, uh, this is, well, stay tuned for more on that story. But let me put my Captain Obvious hat on just for a second. When you go into battle, I strongly recommend you take more than just some courage. Like if your checklist has just one bullet point and, and it's courage and you're like, you're about to go into battle for something and you're like, courage, check. And off you go. This, that is what we refer to as a suicide mission, okay? I encourage you to take courage and another weapon, preferably one that can do some damage to the enemy. In fact, it's a specific one that I recommend. It's a specific one that Paul recommends. 
It's a specific one that before modern weaponry, where we might go AK-47, bazooka, or some sort of nuclear option, there was a time where the weapon of choice was a sword. Check out these, you know this. Uh, Russell Crowe, sword. Uh, These are all Australians. Oh no, sorry, he's Austrian. I always get confused by that. Russell Crowe. Uh, uh, William Wallace, Braveheart, and I mean, that one's just like looking in the mirror for me. Uh, C- Conan, we used to refer to him as Conan the Barbiturate because we knew it wasn't entirely natural, if you know what I'm saying. But uh, anyway, what you will see is they've all got swords. Now, Paul wrote to the church in Ephesus, in, to Jesus' followers, and he actually outlined to them that we have been given Weaponry. We've been, he called it the armor of God. Now, to the people of the day, they would have understood the metaphor because he basically broke down a Roman, a bit like what Russell Crowe's got going on there, broke down a Roman soldier's uh, armor and said, you know, those pieces that you see going up and down the streets all day, uh, we have those available, but in our case, it's this spiritual uh, armor. So he talks about a helmet and he talks about a breastplate and he talks about a belt, he talks about some shoes, um, he talks about a shield. And all of those things are, remember I said combination punching? Those are all protect. Strengthen and protect. They're all protect. Protect breastplate, protect helmet, protect shield. So grab them, suit up, make sure you protect it. And then he says, we also have a sword, which he uses the metaphor, the sword is the word of God. It's the only offensive weapon in the armor of God and it's available to us. So if we just take courage and leave the sword at home, suicide mission. If we take courage and a sword, hello, we are going on the attack. Offense mode launch. Well, this is exactly what God told Joshua to take into battle. Courage and the word of God, the sword. I buried the lead on this, so let me just back it up to verse seven. Be careful to obey all the law my servant Moses gave you. Now this, at that time, so Joshua is the sixth book of the old part of the Bible, the Old Testament. There was five before that and they had long predated. And and, and that was the, the law that the Jewish people and the Israelites had lived by. So God's referring to the first five books. Now we have plenty more to choose from, which is so exciting. But he's referring to his word. Don't turn from it to the right or to the left that you may be successful wherever you go. Keep this book of the law always on your lips. Meditate on it day and night so that you may be careful to do everything written in it. And here's the big promise. Then you will be prosperous and successful. It's the stuff in the Bible, protect and attack, protect and attack. So I wanna add part two to my four week challenge. Uh, part one, be here, be here every week. I don't think we're going into lockdown anytime soon. I don't know that for sure. Um, and the second thing is, uh, I, I, I'm, it, I, it's like a challenge but it's more of an invitation uh, to join me and our team um, working through some of the warrior, it's warrior, W-A warrior, not warrior, warrior 
uh, plans in the Bible app. Now, I did a little search during the week. A, you go to plans, a little search bar, just type in warrior, and boom, there was like 10, 20. I, I got bored and stopped counting, but there's a few. One of them is specifically written for this series. So when you do go in there, you'll see, mine was about the 12th one that showed up. If you wanna bump it to the top of your search results in the, in the Bible app or bible.com is the website version, uh, type in warrior, the book of Joshua. That's like the full name. And this one will be at the top of the list. But there's plenty of others. There's warriors for moms. There's warriors for workplace. And so I'm inviting you to just work through some of them specifically. Like really, like, let's take a deep dive into this topic of becoming a more effective warrior. Maybe starting with this one. Uh, I'll be starting that tomorrow morning. So Monday morning. Uh, you know, that, that's me. This is a 12-day plan. You don't have to take 12 days. You can do it shorter. You can take longer. But the moral of the story is that, that at the beginning of the year, possibly one of the most important things that we can do is, is get better equipped with God's Word, better, more familiar with God's Word, more accustomed to using it. You know, uh, you notice that God didn't just say to Joshua, just read my Word a lot. He said, make sure it's always on your lips, like your declaration of faith, speak God's promises into situations. Uh, he said, meditate on it, like that's the thing that I want you to think about all like on endless loop, not like think about warrior things, think about warrior things. And, 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 and it comes out as we put it in and meditate on it and speak it, it actually comes out in our lives. It actually starts to shape our thinking. It actually starts to shape our sphere of influence. And I've said this often, words create worlds. And if we start speaking God's word into situations, it has the power to change worlds. And I just love the inspiration of Joshua. Who, because by the way, when God said, don't be afraid, he could have tapped out. But we wouldn't be reading about him. It'd be next man up. Billy, Billy, Joshua decided he's not up for it. So let's bring Billy in. Billy, don't be afraid. All right, sure. I'll give it a go. <laughs> but that's us. That's us. And, uh, and uh, yeah, I'm super excited. Can I pray for, for this year? And then I have the unique pleasure of putting my mask back on. One second, please. Thank you, Tim. That was very appropriate laughter. God, as Elevate Church, as we launch into 2022, a new year with every, every year is the same with unknowns, but this one's no different. What's unknown to us is known to you because you're the Alpha and the Omega. You knew the end from the beginning. And so God, I pray that as followers of Jesus, we will grow in our trust in you, that we will take you at your word, that when you point us and call us and ask us to take next steps towards your promises, that we will even, if we feel fear, that we won't let that rule us. And like Joshua, that we'll trust you, that you will go with us wherever we go, and that we will hear story after story after story after story of your miracle working power, your miracle working provision, your miracle working presence in us and through us in 2022.
in Jesus' name. Amen. We really hope you got a lot out of this message. If you live in the Perth area, we'd love for you to join one of our live experiences. For times and directions, as well as information, head to our website, elevatechurch.me. For those of you beyond the Perth area, we'd love for you to connect with our online experience, which premieres every Sunday via YouTube and Facebook Live and on demand immediately after. And to partner with us to reach more people by giving financially, head to our website, elevatechurch.me and also download our Elevate Church AU app.